you have to have the habits of investing. Yes, I, I want to show you how we're doing 400% on our money every 365 days without lifting a finger. Why well, wouldn't I want to show you that? Somebody showed me. My mentor last week made $40,000 in one, in, in one investment. He makes that every week, at least. Mm. All crypto. Yo, 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 back again, another episode of Attractive Mindset. And today we got a special guest, my guy. I just met him not too long ago, but it feels like I've known him for a long, long time. His charisma, his vibe, his vernacular, the energy that he puts out. When you talk to him, you're like, okay, I want to continue talking to him. I want to learn something from him. I want to get something out of this conversation. And he's definitely going to deliver, but I'm not going to get into it too much. I'm going to let him introduce himself, Mr. Armari Bryant. Yo, what's up, y'all? Mari Bryant. Uh, first of all, shout out to you, bro. Killing the game. <laughs> Thank I, I went and got a haircut today for you. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I extradited the process maybe like two days before I was really going to get it. But um, just want to say my name is Amari Bryant, 28 years old from Miami, Florida. Um, and man, just, 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 just I'm, a, I'm happy to be here in this moment. I feel like we're going to learn a lot today, you know, just, you know, about everything, really. So I'm Most excited. Definitely. I'm excited. I'm excited. Most I love it. I love everything you got going on. Let's go. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. Like, you know, in the entrepreneurship world, how you, you know, started up with your upbringing, you know, everything like that and scale list, how you even got into this type of market. Right. So, um, I mean, we could bring it back. We could bring it back to, you know, my mom had me at 14 years old. Um, so that alone is a story in itself, you know, and then she got into the entrepreneurship space just by, you know, um, you know, she was working nine to five and, and one of her mentors sold, a, got her house sold and the realtor that sold the house made $40,000 in one check. Mm. And for somebody that's making $40,000 a year to see $40,000 one time in one check, but one with one act being done, which is selling a home, she completely just changed her, her mindset, you know, and, um, you know, she put her, she went back, put in her two weeks notice and, um, you know, she became an entrepreneur. So for the last 20, 21 years, she's been a serial entrepreneur. And I think it just kind of rubbed off on me, you know, being raised by her, being able to see the grind, the work. So it started from that moment. So, you know, people have all these things about, you know, the success stories and they start from where they are, but we had to bring it back to where, where it started. My mom having me at 14 years old and eventually becoming an entrepreneur based off of the environment she was around. Okay, okay. And so do you feel like, Watching her grow up as an entrepreneur, that shaped how you were growing up in high school and everything? Were you into sports? Were you more so into like, yeah, I just want to get active? Right. No, I want to get active for sure, but I definitely play sports. Okay. You know, I played sports growing up. You know, I wasn't, um, I was a very uh, energetic kid, let's say, you know, um, but, you know, playing sports allowed me to channel my energy, you know, um, work with different people, you know, being able to be a team player while also, you know, having your time to shine, you know, based off of time, moment situations. And, um, but yeah, that definitely rubbed off on me, man. I was a kid that was trying to find a way, you know, to how to, how to do things the, the, the shortest way, you know, um, and in, in high, in high school, you no, know, in college, my first year of college, my coach used to call me shortcut because I used to try to find the the fastest way to do something, <laughs> whether it was, you know, running or, you know, whatever drill it was or, you know, schoolwork, whatever it was. And, um, but yeah, man, that it definitely, she definitely rubbed off up. She definitely rubbed off on me, but. I was a kid that was selling candy. You know, I was I was just trying to find a way, for sure. Okay. Side hustles, you know, while also playing sports, for sure. Okay, okay. So, year is, whatever year it was that you graduated, what was your next move? You went to college or you started getting straight into the entrepreneur business? Nah, bro. So, when I was, I actually got into entrepreneurship for real, for real, when I was 19. Started network marketing when I was 19. You know what network marketing is. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, so I, I played high school basketball. I started at one school. By the time I got to my junior, senior year, I transferred schools. By the time I left that school, we became the number one, number two team in the state. You know, um, best record ever in that platform, in 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 the, in that school. And um, yeah, man, just 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 being able to, you know, be around a different environment. My environment was constantly changing. And I'm gonna tell you something about environment constantly changing. It allowed me to adapt to different things. You know, so but yeah, I left I left high school, you know, um and when I was leaving high school, I went to prep school for a year. Then I played division one basketball. But before that, 
you know, is when I got into network marketing. And what got me was the fact that I had a friend or a classmate of ours, me and my my best friend at the time, you know, we were very outspoken, very um, outgoing, very, um, you know, personable. Mm. So he was like, yo, man, you'll be good for this thing. These kids are driving, you know, this and that. And they're like 18, 17, 19 years old. And I was like, man, whatever. Mm. And it was because of who it was coming from. And a lot of times we don't respect what people are saying based off of who's saying it. But he was saying the right thing. It was just coming from somebody who I didn't expect for it to come from. Long story short, we went to the event. We saw 17, 18, 19 year olds talking in front of people. You know, the language was different. The lingo was different. The enunciation of the words were different. You know, the empowerment they were talking about was different. And plus, they were all driving like BMWs. And I was like, listen, I, I don't know much, but I only know a few certain type of people at 17, 18, 19 driving around in a paid off BMW. Drug dealers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And not not from their parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, there's got to be something going on. So um, it was a $500 startup. Um, I asked my mom for the money. You know, she gave it to me. She said she was a part of network marketing at one point in her life. And um, that's kind of where that journey started, for sure. I didn't make no money, by the way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, when it comes to network marketing, I feel like that really is the beginning for a lot of us in entrepreneurship, you know, um, network marketing for me started, damn, like I can't even, I can't even remember. I'm, I said, I feel old, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I want to say 2008, 2009 was my first network marketing experience. Right. And Fast forward to that, I haven't had a nine to five since 2011. So, right. you know, it it really comes into a threshold of network marketing was the foundation for a lot of things. A lot of people try to shit on network marketing and it works if you put in the work. You know, I've had several network marketing businesses that I've been in. And, you know, the last one that I was in before I really started doing uh, middleman services or middleman specialties is what I call it. Um I did damn near 60K in like six months. You know what I'm saying? But it took 2,000 no's a month. It took right, 5,000 right, right. no's a month. 100%. And being able to build that structure, that hustle, that grind, I'm super appreciative to network marketing. No, 100%. And I'm going to tell you the thing about network marketing. And and, and um, I haven't really, really been pushing network marketing for the last couple of years. I've been in the passive space, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. But um, I'm going to tell you what network marketing does. Network marketing allows the person who has nothing, the person who has no knowledge, you know, no background, no history, you know, no business credit score in terms of, you know, having the the experience, you know, to do the things that you do in order to go from zero to 100. And a lot of times we we believe that we need to make money right away. But most people aren't going to make money right away in that space. But what allowed me to get to where I am today is by leveraging the relationships that I built and still working as if I was making a certain amount of money. Although I wasn't really making nothing. You know, I was in college at the time. I was 19 years old in college, like playing high level basketball, trying to sell a product. Exactly. I wasn't making no money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But because, you know, I was still inviting people. I was still, you know, trying to, you know, share the opportunities and whatnot. I got to be around the people who were making the most amount of money. And I just wanted to be, I just wanted to be in the room. And by me wanting to be in the room, it allowed me to gain the skill sets that I needed in order to get to wherever I wanted to go. Nah, big facts. And okay. that's kind of what it is. So, you know, we 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 talk about, you know, and it's a general line, but you know, you want to, you're gonna you're gonna get paid less for what you do at first. And then eventually get pay pay more for less. Of course. So, so tell the people how you transitioned from that experience, going to the event with your friend and seeing this whole vibe and everything to what you currently do now. Yeah, man. So, so honestly, it's like relationship building, right? You got to really be a professional um, builder of relationships, and I think that has gotten me to kind of where I am today. You know, wanting to be in the right room. But I'm going to tell you three things that help me get or three things you have to do in order to get to wherever you want to go. You either got to pay your way, you have to earn your way, or you have to serve your way. Mm. And for me, service was the biggest thing because at the one time I didn't have the money to pay my way. Right. At one point, I didn't really earn my stripes in order to get into the room. 
but you can always serve your way into the room, whether that's holding a camera, whether that's, you know, helping set up, you know, whether that's whatever it is, just being of service and bringing value to the bigger picture of what it is you got, that you have got going on. But um, that's what took me to the next, that next level. So, I mean, I started there selling an energy drink at the time, you know, moved on to a few more. And then 2017, I got into this crypto space. You know, um, it was my last year in college. Think about the first year of college, like my last year of college, I got into this crypto space, and um, it just it just blew my mind, bro. Mm. 2015, I saw a movie called Dope. You seen a movie called Dope before? Nah, I don't think so. I think you may have seen it. I might have. And and the concept was, this this kid ended up with drugs in his bag, mm. and he had to sell them. But how mm. can he sell them without being detected? Crypto, Bitcoin, mm. and that concept. Like from that moment on, it just stuck with me. So in 2017, I got the chance to be involved in, you know, um, the cryptocurrency market, the foreign exchange market, the the the, the investment world, you know, and um, it just it, it just led me to where I am today. But it started in 2017. I got my first taste of it, and I didn't make no money right away either. Again, okay. And so, crypto is a huge category, and I'm glad you're the first one to come on the show and talk about crypto. So we definitely gonna get into it because I don't know almost anything about crypto. I know business, I know business ethics. And so there was a point in time where I tripled my my earnings on crypto, but I did it off of business principles. I didn't know what I was actually doing and right. I never went back into the field again. 100%. So, you know, what made you stay in crypto once you really evolved into it? You said from, you know, the first year of college to the last year. And, you know, how, how has that changed over the years, especially pandemic and post-pandemic so the biggest thing is the concept behind it i'm a one i'm a rebel i'm an underdog i'm the you know you say you can't do it i was that kid in class in school you oh i bet what i can't do what all right watch me do it all right i can't go division one all right i signed division two i can't go division one you know what i don't want that scholarship not being cocky very very humble but i believe that if i put in the right work i can do that right you know so um one i'm a rebel number two that's what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is just another way of moving money. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. You have cryptocurrency, right? Cryptocurrency is like the NBA. And under the NBA, you have different teams. You have the Lakers, you have the Heat, you have the, the Knicks, you have the, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, whatever team, you know, you want to be a part of. Same thing like cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is the field, but then you have different coins like Bitcoin, okay. like Ethereum, like Ripple, XRP, you know, like um USDC which is a decentralized or sorry a stable coin you know or tether a stable coin you know and so the fundamental principle was i knew that if somebody can if i can use cryptocurrency down the line it wouldn't have to be interacted through the government right because anytime you want to go do a bank transaction on friday after 5 you can't do it yeah. not inside the bank right and a lot of times when you deposit money to your bank it won't clear till monday True. Well, what if there was a system where I can eliminate the third party, the bank, right? And if I need to send money to you, I can just do it without having any any stipulations on the time, how much, you know, how little, you know, who who, who are you, you know, and these things. So if I could be able to transfer money or transfer a type of currency from one party to the next without any third party interference, then why not? And that's the fundament, the fundamental, you know, principles behind cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is simply another way to transfer money or exchange goods, services, pays, you know, um, exchange services through a means of payment without having to worry about a third party. Okay, so I understand those parts of the fundamentals, but the key fundamental that I need to hear is how do you actually make money with crypto? So it's just like real estate, bro. Okay. It's just like business. In business, you have different ways to make money. In real estate, let's use real estate for an example. In real estate, you have different ways to make money, right? One of the ways is what? You can become a realtor and then you can sell homes. That's one stream of revenue. You can become a wholesaler, right? You can get homes under contract and you can sell them to the next person for a little bit more than what the contract says and you make it's pretty much being a middleman. Okay. Right? You can be the middleman. Right? You can you can buy real estate. You can buy a property and you can hold a property and over a period of time it gains, you know, um equity, it gains value and then boom, if you bought it for 400,000, you know, 6 years later it's worth 900,000, you just made 500,000. You know, or you can you can invest in a piece of property 
or you can what? You can cash flow it, right? You can get a renter every month or two renters every month or three renters every month. You have 10 renters every month. So while the value of the property goes up over time, you're extracting money from that, from that, from that asset. No matter what the market does, I'm making my $500, $1,000 a month. Same thing in cryptocurrency, okay. right? So in cryptocurrency, let's take Bitcoin for an example. You can take Bitcoin and you can hold, you can buy it and hold it, right? In 20, in 20, 2008, in 2008, Bitcoin was like worth a penny. Yeah. So if you would have gotten in, which many people didn't obviously at that time, but if you would have gotten in at that time, Bitcoin is now worth 17,000. You would have made 17 times your money, right? Yeah. So that's one way you can buy and hold. The next way you can do, just like real estate, you can you can cash flow, right? Cash flow means, um, you know, like staking, like you hold your money here or gaining interest. You can, you hold your money here, like you hold your money into a bank, and they pay you one percent, two percent a year, whatever it is. Probably not even that. Same thing. You can get a yield on your money, like a dividend. Yeah. Eight percent, ten percent, twelve percent, depending on what platform you use. Whatever, whatnot. Um, another way to make money is 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 to is to trade the market, is to leverage the market, is to hedge the market. I like to call it hedging the market. Mm. So when Bitcoin is going up on a daily basis, you can buy the market. When it goes down, you can sell the market, right? And so now you're extracting that cash flow every day from the market, no matter what the market is doing. It goes up or down, it doesn't matter. I'm still making five hundred, hundred dollars a day, a thousand dollars a day. So there's different ways you can make money in cryptocurrency. You can you can borrow from your cryptocurrency. If mm. I put ten thousand dollars worth of crypto into said platform, said platform will because they are holding my crypto, they're making money off my crypto, like the banks. I can then go borrow against that ten thousand. Let's say I need to borrow five thousand. So my ten thousand is right here still. If Bitcoin goes up, the value of my ten thousand will go up. If Bitcoin goes down, the value of my ten thousand will go down. Right, but over a period of time, it'll go up. Obviously the long game, and then you can extract money like a loan from your cryptocurrency without having to have a credit score, without having to put documents, without having to, the, them to know really who you are. And then you can extract that money, take that 5,000, go and invest it. Let's say Bitcoin goes up 50%. Now your ten, your original 10,000 is now worth 15,000 and you still then borrow that 5,000. You can go and invest that, pay it back, and boom. Mm. So there's different ways you can play the game. <clears throat> okay. Now that's dope. That's dope. And so what path do you take and or which one do you feel like is the most lucrative for somebody really trying to get in the game and just become like a mogul in the industry? Like, you know, I don't really know a lot of crypto people like that, but we did sponsor an event uh, with Bitcoin Rodney. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, you know, we were there, me, me and Dan, we were there, you know, with the staff badges and everything, just vibing and we didn't do anything special, but, you know, we, we were on the banner and all of that stuff. But, you know, seeing people like that, like what breeds those kind of titles? Like, you know, how did he become Bitcoin Rodney or how does somebody scale to that level of, you know, well, crypto is doing this for me and et cetera, et cetera. So I think, so, I, so I think, um, so number one, you become that just by knowledge, by knowledge, experience. Like before 2017, I lost money in crypto. You know, um, I took I took my mom's, for example, I took my mom. She gave me like $5,000, right? Crypto went from, I think like 3000 at the time to like 17000 20000 almost, 19000 So it was going up, but I never sold. I never took profits. And that's the thing. We don't we don't take profits, right? And um, it went back down and I lost the money. And I had to tell her, hey, hey mom, like, I, I didn't I didn't lose the money, but I didn't make no money. Like it's no no profit there, whatever. So I started doing that, or that's the first time I invested money, my mom's one, the other people's money, um, into the platform. But since then, we've been nothing but profitable, and um, it's just knowledge, bro, knowledge. And I believe that when you first get into crypto, it's like, what do you want to do? It depends on how much money you're making. If you're somebody that's already making millions of dollars or six figures, multiple six figures, or high five figures. Then you have the you already have an asset or something that's bringing you money. Then if you want to just invest and keep it long term, you can do that. You know, if you're somebody who's trying to build your equity or build your investment portfolio, and you don't and you don't have a lot of money coming in already from a job, from another business, from a side gig, whatever that is, I think the best thing to do is cash flow your money. You know, and that's what I've that's what we've been able to do in the last I want to say maybe a year and year and some change. 
um, almost a year and a half, is we, we've been able to cash flow our money. Because if you would have held Bitcoin, crypto, and or stocks, and or real estate in the last year, you know, you're down 60, 70, 50%. You know, Bitcoin was at $70,000 in November mm. of 2021. <laughs> what is Bitcoin now? 17. It's at 17,000. So if you would have just held it, not saying that it won't go back up, because I believe Bitcoin is going to be 100,000, 500,000, a million dollars with the coin eventually. But you're down on your, your investment. But if you would have been cash flowing your money over the last year and some change, then now you're, no matter what the market is, you're still extracting money from the market. So like, for example, in the last year and some change, 14, 15 months, we've been able to grow our investment club group to over 10,000 people with over 50 to $60 million invested. Now this 50 or $60 million of the 10,000 people are not just investing and holding an asset. No, we're cash flowing our money. We're earning and making money, making profits off of the movements of what cryptocurrency is doing or what the foreign exchange is doing on a daily basis. So no matter what the market is doing, gold is down, crypto is down, Bitcoin is down. Bitcoin has been down for a year and a half. I've cashed out over $300,000 in crypto alone, profited alone in the last 14 months. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do that's different from my back, Q? You know, I know you I already, I'm going to hear it. Don't watch this episode, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, Q Banks, you know, forever in profit, you know who they are. Yo, of Q course. Banks is a GOAT. Yeah, he's so a goat for sure. We've worked with them and we've definitely I've had conversation with him. I've had conversation with him. And I don't know, for whatever reason, you know, crypto just not sticking to me like that. Like I can't I can't really put my finger on it. And so, you know, you saying with your investment group and everything like that and the, the constant cash flow, what's the amount of time that you feel like you have to allocate per day towards to, you know, to make something solidified? So, number one, shout out to Q. He's a GOAT, right? But from what I know, Q is an active trader. You know, he trades the markets, right? He trades the foreign exchange market. He probably gets paid in crypto for sure. I know he bought a few items in, in, in crypto, cars, houses, and whatnot. But what we do is 100% passive. Mm. So, we it requires no work. So, what we do is we invest in different um, passive opportunities, passive funds, and whatnot that do the work for us. So, if you said, Amari, I want to come in and... I had a guy call me literally today. He said, hey, I want to put a certain amount of money in. He's like, how much am I going to make based off of what you guys have been doing over the last, you know, three years of these kind of platforms been around really a year and a half for me. Um, and I'm like, man, you could do like you do like 3%, 12% a month on average. That's what we've been averaging, 12% a month on average. You know, you're talking about for every $10,000, you're going to be earning, profiting about $1,200 on that money. And you have 100% access to it. So what we're a part of, we're a part of passive platform. So we take the person who doesn't have the time, because you don't understand, most people don't have time to, to actively be in the markets. You know, most people got jobs. Inflation is like 9%. Mm. You know, we we they trying to figure it out. So we take the people like that or people who already have money, people who don't feel like doing any more work, you know, um, and we say, hey, look, listen, you know, Rich, we can. this is what we do. And we, we come in here, you know, you have your own investment account. You know, I don't handle anybody's money, but the platforms do. And um, you can earn a certain percent off of that money and have access to have 100% access to that money if you want to have access to it. Simple as that. So, you know, it's a blessing because when I first got involved in this passive space, you know, um, it was a risk, you know, and I was at a point where. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. You know, I was in the health and wellness company. You know, I was pushing health and wellness hard, made six figures in that in about a year, year and a half. That was cool. Um, but it was like at a rose where people weren't buying as much product. It's like, what I got to do? So I had a car. I sold my car. And I was like, dang, should I just start the Turo thing? Which it was booming during the pandemic, you know, and a little bit after. Still is. But I was like, man, if I if I take this money and put it into this opportunity, it can yield me more money in having to do no work. And that this opportunity, this opportunity, okay. as well as others, you know, I'm in about three or four platforms right now that is that's doing very well. But um, and it's paid off, bro. And we've been able to grow to over about ten thousand people at about fifty million dollars invested. So it's incredible to see what 
you know, to see somebody go from, you know, a thousand dollars in their account to now, you know, they have ten thousand dollars in their account. Or for me to, you know, be able to put my family members on, you know, helping my family members cash out forty five, fifty K, a hundred K, two K, three K, you know, a couple hundred a week. You know, it's just very powerful to be in this space. So and you can always convert your cryptocurrency into cash as well. It doesn't have to stay in crypto. Do you get hit for what a percent for that? In terms of what? Of course, pulling it out in cash. In in terms of what though? <laughs> like, you know, like taxes? Yeah. Well, not even just taxes, but just like a it's a fee. You you doing yeah, conversion. A fee, but like it means one percent fee taking okay. out a couple thousand, ain't doing nothing to you. Okay, okay. So, you know? Okay. So so you feel like the crypto market or the the way that you approach crypto is more so like the long term, not crazy. You're not going to pull in like an active 50, 100K a month off of it. It's more so an investment over time. Right. Everything's an investment over time. And there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees in any space. Right. There's I don't care what nobody said. The bank don't even guarantee your money for real. You know, Um. but you know what I would say is. Is it long term? Yes. But if I could show you how, pull out your phone real quick. Let me show you something. Are we allowed to have phones on here? Yeah. So go to um, thecalculatedsite.com. The calculated site? Yeah, S yeah, T-H-E-C-A-L, calculatedsite.com. It's like orange. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna show you what's possible, right? Um, yeah, so click click compound interest. Compound, okay. And then um, you see the one that says forex compounding in the, on the right? Yep. Click that. Mm -hmm. So let's say you started with like $5,000. Okay. Uh, let's say 3% a week. Put 3%. Mm -hmm. Change the next one to weekly. Okay. Underneath that, let's put five years. Okay. You, can, you can kind of project five years down the line, right? Not too short, but not too long. And underneath that, put- um. That's long for me. Five years is long? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Hmm. I need a hundred thousand in three months. We can make it happen. Okay. Um, and then do um, let's say uh compounding weekly, put weekly. Compounding interval, put weekly. Okay. And just press calculate. I don't know if y'all gonna be able to see this, but it says what's that, ten mil? Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if all works out, that's what it'll be. And that's based off 100% reinvestment into the platform. But let's say scroll down below that and click the monthly, right? Now you can see what this $5,000 will be cash flowing every single week, every single month, based off of what the platforms that we're in have been doing. Mm. So, so, and you got to ask yourself, where else are you going to be able to earn 12% on your money? You know, if you decide to reinvest, compound it over a period of time without having to do any work and still having access to all of the money that you invest or that you profit. So basically the first the first six figures comes at 40 months. Right. And so that's like two and a half. Well, that's six figures based on five thousand dollars. But what if you yeah. have somebody who puts in a hundred thousand? True. Or a million, the numbers change. Very true. So you're looking at a doubling your money within five and a half, six months. So how I look at it is like the bank, right? The bank, we put $5,000 in a bank account. Mm -hmm. $5,000 is already worth 8% less, 9% less. For every dollar you put into a bank, for every dollar we have laying down, sitting down, you know, it's 8 9% um, inflation. So you really only have 91 cents, mm -hmm. you know, 90 cents to every dollar that is yours because of inflation. So then the next question I would have is, if we hitting 10 million off of this in five years, how, how why, why we don't know about this? Information, bro. Information, people think it's a scam. Mm. You know, still confused about money. That's what scam stands for. You know, people just don't have the knowledge. So it's like, it's up to people like myself and you to like spread the knowledge. I didn't have, knowledge like this, I knew about the, the market, you know, I knew about the foreign exchange, the crypto markets for a long time, but you know, if somebody would have told me this three years ago, you know, you know, about the passive way, the right passive opportunities, 
It's like, why not? But it's information, bro. We like, we, we, we like, and I can't even say we like information because YouTube is around, like Google's around, but we like, we do, we do like information, but I think our, we're just scared to invest, bro. We're scared to lose money, you know, and not even lose money, but part with money, right? You invest this money into whatever you invested in stocks, mm -hmm. real estate, cryptocurrency, you know, whatever that is, a, a business, you know, you have to be willing to understand that this money is really not yours for the next six to 12 months, you know? So for example, if we're going out and, you know, let's say we go out, right? Mm. Get some food. We know we're spending our dollars and what are we getting in return? Food. Yeah. We're getting something right away. You go to the store, right? Or you, or you, you know, you purchase some clothes. That money is going to something tangible right away. You know, we go to, we go out, you know, get, get, get some bottles or whatever it is. That money's going towards the bottles and the experience. You know, the vacation is going towards the vacation, the plane ride. You're getting something instantly, pretty much. But it's something to say when, you know, when we invest our money, it's like, you know, you may not get something tangible right away, but you got to understand that this money is being used to then get a greater value later. And and, and I think that's where we we misstep is because, because it's not tangible because... If I invest into Apple, I'm not gonna get an Apple right right away. Like I'm not gonna get a physical Apple. I'm just, I'm gonna get a paper. Yeah. And if the stock of Apple goes up, we can cash out. You know, if not, then it's down for a certain amount of time. And the same thing with just investment. So it's just a mindset, bro. Like you know, I mean, there you go. <laughs> like <laughs> nah, facts. You know, it's a mindset. So I think once we change our mindsets, because you can invest all the money you want, you make as much money as you want, but you know. If our mind isn't changed, then nothing changes. Very true, very true. And that's the network marketing background in you too. Yeah, but it's, it's the network marketing, but it's like the personal <laughs> development background. And that's mm -hmm. and that's why the roots are so important because I wouldn't be where I am today. You wouldn't be where you are today without, you know, the personal development side, you know, altering your mindset, learning the lingo, learning how to, you know, leverage different situations. And that's what all we're doing is we're leveraging relationships, leveraging opportunities, leveraging situations leveraging everything because it's about who you leverage what you leverage and how you leverage it and once we learn how to leverage these opportunities that come our way in the lifetime of the opportunity it's like you know the sky's the limit okay okay so <clears throat> so walk me through what like a typical work week would look like for you like monday to sunday monday to sunday mm -hmm. like the truth yeah Doing doing a podcast with you, okay? <laughs> nah, bro. It's just it, it's. I mean, I have a routine. So every morning I wake up, I write in my journal. You know, um, right with my affirmations. You know, I am I am Mari Bryant. Well, I am Mari Bryant. So happy and grateful. Now it's December thirty first, two thousand twenty two. Was I've been doing for the last year? It's been my greatest, you know, year physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, socially, relationally, and most importantly, spiritually. You know, so I do that, and I write down my what I want to get done for the day. Right now, what I'm grateful for, um, you know, say my prayer to the Lord on paper, asking for what I want to ask him for. And um, so I do that and I work out, you know, if you look at my story, I'm up at 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m., playing Go ball. sleep then. Yeah, <laughs> playing ball. I got up at 5.30 this morning to play basketball. I'm doing it tomorrow again, three days out of the week. Um, so I'm doing that. And then I'm like, get home, you know, eat, take a shower, all that stuff. And bro, I'm just, I'm just on, the, I'm on the phones, bro. I'm on the phones. People are interested in what we got going on. They want more information. I got to send out videos. I got to, you know, talk to them about what we have going on, the results that we have, you know, how it can benefit them, you know, and just building those relationships, you know, following up with different people. Um, doing that, then I may, like, take a quick nap, probably. Um, get back up, eat, do it all over again, you know, go to the gym. And then um, that's really it. But, I mean, bro, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's I made more money this year in total, doing less work. Than what? Than before, ever before. Okay. And it's because of the relationships that have been built. And because these opportunities are so passive, it doesn't require much work. The work that I'm doing is checking up on people, making sure people know how to get in and out of their crypto accounts, making sure people know how to transfer money from crypto to US dollars, making sure people know how to wire money from their bank to a Coinbase or to a Crypto.com or to 
whatever platform to then send it over to the investment platform, right? You know, making sure people are up to date with what's going on in the investment platforms, making sure, you know, you know, just kind of just doing the, 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 how do, how do I say it? The, the HR slash, you know, the hands-on, like the, you have to know the things because yeah, we're still teaching. Because, you know, if I'm not here, <clears throat> if something happens to me and I'm not available, you got to know how to do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're you going to be mad at us, mm. you know, and I'm just a liaison, you know, so, um, but that's what a day looks like, man. It's, okay. it's, 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 it's beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to earn passively in this space at such a high rate because of these opportunities and still kind of do what I want to do. Like for real. Like So there's no clock in, there's no none of that. Nah, there's no clock in. I'm just serving my people. So whatever they need, if I can help them do it, which most times we can, then we're doing it, you know? And and that's just building more relationships, bro. We we, we got partnerships with everybody. Like every everybody you think that you may know with a name is probably, you know, um, a part of in some capacity what we got going on. And if not, they will be. You know, so this 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 is allowed these opportunities have not only helped the individuals, but for myself, it's helped me create um, credibility for myself to be able to be in these rooms because now I really have something to offer. You know, Omari, what do you do? <laughs> I can help you make some more money in this space. Okay. And so the next question would be like, do you face difficulty because I know I damn sure do. And, you know, my companies might do 600, 650 a year easy, you know, off of just what they do. But from the way I dress and the way I talk and the way I interact, you know, I meet some certain people and I'm super reserved. I'm not humble, but I have a lot of humility. And so I'm super reserved when it comes to telling them about the things that I do and how I maneuver and everything like that. And the conversation's different. So once the conversation's different from there to automatically relate to a, oh, he not really doing anything like that, or oh, he ain't really, you know, got it like that. And so what I find that is it's predominantly black people. Right. <laughs> they be the first ones. Our own people be the first ones to look at us up and down like, he not wearing Louis, he not doing this. Yo, he I not got a story to tell you. And, and, and it's like, Okay, cool. So how how do you deal with that type of situation and what you do? Bro, I was just having a conversation about this with a buddy of mine who obviously we do business. He's invested for sure. We've been doing business for years. And um he he makes he's a he's a general contractor. So he builds homes, makes a lot of money doing it. But it's like he he doesn't have like his his he has one truck, his work truck. He makes a lot of money, like a lot of money. Way more money than me. A lot of money. He doesn't have one work truck, but what he does do, he has, he invests in like, he got, you know, he from Miami, he got golds. He wear a gold chain, all that. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good investment because if you can sell it, you can sell it for what you got it for. Exactly. Or a little more. But we was having this conversation where like, our people don't understand that we can be getting money or we can be earning profits and we can be doing big things while still not having the nicest cars or showing the nicest cars or having the most expensive jewelry. And that's what our people relate to. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the nicest, if you don't have, if your, if your watch ain't blinging and shining and if your chain ain't ringing across the room, you know, if if, if you ain't got the Fendi, Fendici, um, like, I, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have all the top, <laughs> not just like, well, what are you doing? Mm. And that's a mindset, bro. We, we pay attention to more than what's on our body than what's in our bodies or, mm. you know, what we have on and what we worth for real bars, you know? And so I, I think it's just changing the, it's just changing the culture, but it's hard to, because you know, with, with hip hop, you know, sorry, I love, listen, I listen to all, I love hip hop music. I do, but you know, what, what, what do they, what, what, what is their marketing point? Car, jewelry, girls. If you don't have these things, the big entourage, then what are you doing? You ain't really doing nothing. But really and truly, 90% of those people don't really have, I'm not going to say they're broke, but where's the true wealth at? A lot of them do go broke, though. Right. But what what, what is the true wealth at? So in 2017, I was a part of a a business, right? And one of the leaders, was he was saying, he was saying, um, you know, he said, 
what are the last, he, he will always ask this question. What are the last three letters of spend? Spin? Spend. When you spend, spend money. Okay. End. Mm. Every time you spend a dollar, that means you're closing, it's closer to ending your financial success. But every dollar you invest, you're closer to building your financial wealth. And I think that's what we have to do. And I'm not saying that we're not investing, but how are we investing? You can go and buy the nice cars, the nice jewelry. One of my mentors has $7 million in jewelry. But how are they getting that? Through passive opportunities. They're not taking their earned money that they work, they're working for on a daily basis and, and paying for it. No, they're taking their earned money, right? And they're investing most of that money. So then now the earned money is still coming in that nine to five, you know, um, that business, that corporate job, you know, whatever that looks like. You put in the hours, that, that check going to come, right? And now they're taking that money and they're putting it into these, these investments, crypto, real estate, you know, stocks, you know, diversifying, right? And now that that invested money is making, will eventually start making more than what that earned money is making. So now I can go in, not take the earned money, but take the, the profits from the investment money and I can go and buy the nice cars. I can go and buy the nice chain. I can go on vacation for a month or a week. You know, I can do these things. So it's not impossible. We just gotta have a mindset. And that's just that's just really what it's about. So yes, do I do I get hit with it? Yeah, I don't. I haven't worn my chain or my jewelry for two months, two and a half months for a reason. Because I don't. I I know I can, but I don't want to. You know, because that's not. I, I mean, yes, it's an attention grabber, but I need you to hear how I talk. And for me, it's a little different because I'm more out. You know, I'm 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 very I'm very outgoing, and I feel like everybody needs to know what what we're doing. You know. Is it a risk? A hundred percent. What you could walk outside today and it could be over, you know. But we have to have the habits of investing. Yes, I I want to show you how we're doing four hundred percent on our money every three hundred and sixty five days without lifting a finger. Why wouldn't I want to show you that? Somebody showed me. My mentor last week made forty thousand dollars in one in in one investment. He makes that every week, at least. Mm. All crypto. Okay. All passive. Married, six kids, live over there in Miami. Like, house paid off, car paid off. He don't have no fancy car. He don't have no fancy house. His house on the block is a little fancy the most. You know, he had a gazebo in the back, you know, with a little pool. Got to spice it up every now and then. Yeah, you know, but um, he ain't in a mansion. Mm. You know, he got one nice car, all, I think it's an all red, uh, candy painted, old school dunk rider. You know, we from Miami. We like those things. Of course. But he's making over four or $500,000 every single 30 days. Sheesh. But if you see him, you'd be like, who's this guy? He ain't nothing. But then again, it's like, where do we want to invest our money in? Do we want to look good or do we want to be good? Nah, facts. And so within that same conversation or that same breath, your friend group, you know, seeing... Or having people knowing what you used to be like, how has that been for you scaling into like, okay, this is what I do now. This is what I have now. Do they still see you in that same light as the old Amari? I mean, you understand, you got to spend 33% of your time with three different people. You got to spend the first 33% of people you can learn from, people who are higher than you, above you. You know, 33% of time, people who are on your level, you know, who are trying to get to, you guys all have the same objective. It may be different fields, but... You guys are kind of relatively in the same space, but getting to that next level. And then 33% of your time with people that, you know, you're teaching, you know, people that are looking up to you in some way, you know? So when it comes to my friends, bro, I've had the same friends. I've honestly had the same friends for a long time. Um, you know, one of them, I've, I've known him since I was six months old. Mm. I'm six months older. You know, we grew up together literally, you know, another friend of mine known since I was eight, you know, another friend of mine known our dads are best friends. You know, so when it comes to that, that's different. But I know how to separate. Um, you can't not separate, but in order to in order to in order to be great at whatever it is you want to do, like in order from from this last I want to say fourteen months, I had to separate myself in terms of I had to not leave them, but I had to do my thing and, and kind of just focus on me. And so now, a year and a half later, I can come back and say, yo, listen, I got this information. 
Let's take it. Because our friends don't know us for what we want to become. They know us for who we were already. You know, I was a kid that I was going out, having a good time, going playing sports, you know, talking to the girl. Like, I'm doing that. I was doing that, you know, which is cool, you know. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's not going to get me to where I want to go. Yeah. So let me go over here and focus, right? Do what I need to do. And then I'm going to come back and show you all the results. Now, because they do know, they do now, it works in my favor because they do know me, right? Or the old me. They had their own perception of me, right? But now I come back to them with these results and these plays. They're like, oh, if Amari could do it, I could do it. Hold up. You know, that's why I say in order to get to the next level, you got to separate. You got to separate. You have to leave your friends. You have to leave all that stuff and then come back. And those who want to get the knowledge, they'll get it. And you can't ride with everybody. Like, I don't talk to everybody you used to talk to back in the day. I can't. I don't have no time. They don't have no time. They trying to do what they got to do. You know, so. But I haven't had a problem with, with friends switching up and like that. You know, because I feel like I, I treat everybody the same in terms of I show love, respect. I'm a good dude. Um, and I owe it to them. Because at one point, you know, you know, I was in a position where I needed a ride to school. You know, I needed some help, you know, in any area of my life. So I can't just, I can't, I, I can't switch it up. Now, do I, do I not bring, you can't bring everybody everywhere. Of course. That's the thing. You can't bring everybody everywhere. Sometimes you got to move dolo. Sometimes you have to move in sets of, of, of twos and threes. You can't bring everybody, you know, but, you know, you learn the knowledge and you just give back. But yeah, every every opportunity that I that I have to bring my people around some positive stuff, you know, or some things that are above our our level, I'm gonna try to bring them, of course, and I hope they do the same for me. If they got some information that I don't know, I want in. It's like I was in a group chat with my family the other day, and we're showing the results of the crypto stuff that we've been doing over the last year, and it's like some of them are a little older, so they're more old school. You know, stocks, stocks, stocks. I'm like, but listen, like, here's the play. And then when they gave results on what they were doing in the stock market, over 700%. I'm like, why you ain't tell us? We've been telling you about this for a long time. Why you, why, why are you keeping this knowledge from us? Just because I'm in a crypto space majority, but um, I'm in the majority of crypto right now, told me I don't want to diversify. I still, I still want to know the place. I want to know how to do a podcast. I want to know how to start my own clothing brand. You know, I want to know how to get money in the stock market. I want a real estate investment property. Like, put me on game. I'm putting you on game. I expect for you to do the same. And when that energy is not reciprocated, that's what we have like a, it's not balanced. It's imbalanced. Mm. So what would you say to the people? You know, I've I've had constant conversations about this, but what would you say in your take to the people that say, you know, oh, my friends and my family don't support my business or they don't support what I'm doing? Oh, man, that's easy, bro. 100% of the time, most of your family members won't support you. I Even in, in this space, when I got into this space, my own mother told me, though. Mm. Fast forward a year, and three or four months later, you know, she's made over 100 and 150,000. But she told me no first. You know, and that's what we have to understand. We're going to make most of the money with people who we don't know. Just people I met within the last two years that I made plays with. People that I've known for the last 15 years haven't done anything, but they know. And vice versa. So you can't expect your family members to understand, family, friends, peers that you've known for a while to really understand your vision because they know you for what they for for your experience with them. And if your experience with them isn't what you're trying to accomplish, they're not gonna feel comfortable going with you in that realm. And that's okay, but that's why it's important to build relationships outside of that. Like I said, in order to lead them, you have to leave them. And so do you feel like it's okay for somebody to get upset at somebody that's in their family or their friendship? If like, you know, say you you do you make a bucket hat and you got a your your best friend, your boy, he opened his business, you supported him, you bought his shit, you know, you you wore all his stuff and everything, and you were like, yo, I got my bucket hats going on pre-sale, and you don't buy it. Do you have the right to get upset? I think you got the right to get motivated and inspired, bro. I think that's what it is. And and honestly, I can honestly say all of my closest friends, the majority of my closest friends and family members, 
We all do business together. But it wasn't always like that. So you have to show proof. You have to show results. You have to show that you're in it. You know, you have to show that, like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I want you to come along. You have to speak with a level of conviction. So should you get mad? I mean, you could get upset a little bit, but do they really owe you that? Mm, that's the key statement right there. Like, do they really owe you that? Like, do they really owe you that? And then you got to understand the world is bigger than one person. I'll tell this to anybody. You're going to do more business. You're going to have more interactions. You're going to build more relationships with people outside of your realm. That's just how it is. And if you keep searching for the people that are above you, you never leverage lower. You always want to leverage higher than you. You always want to be attached to something bigger than you because it's going to take you to the next level. And that person is looking to teach, right? Then, then the sky's the limit. So and a no is not a no forever. And a no is not a no forever. So you got to expect that. You got to expect no's. Like, no, people tell me no every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. I told you no today. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, every day. It's like, all right, cool. Like, next. Because I know it's not a no forever. No, it's just not now. That person may not be in the mindset, situation, uh, framework. You know, they might not be in the in the headspace to 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 give you what what they have to offer to you and your business. But it's okay because you keep going on and then you just double back. Hey, look, three months later, hey, I've done this, this, and that. You wanna, hey, Six months later, hey, we've grown to this. Do you want to? It's like this podcast. Like, how long have you been doing this podcast for? A month. A month. I want to be on right now. Why? Because I'm sure there's people that are going to tell you no. And then three months, six months, a year telling you no, then boom. Most definitely. It blows up and it's like, do I really want to give you a, do I, do I really want to give you my platform now? Mm-hmm. When you could have been one of the first people on no, one hundred percent. It's it's definitely a little bit of a cheat code because <laughs> most people are not gonna tell me no because they know me personally. Right. Even though the podcast is new for itself, and so that just goes to the power of networking in general. Your your face card, you're clean. We had a we had a guy on here named Brian, twenty four years old, bro, opening his fifth restaurant in Miami. Wow, South Florida, twenty four years old, Congrats. and you know he has not used any credit. <laughs> and this kid is a beast, like an actual. Savant, actual beast, and you got to watch that episode with him, man. I will. And I basically, eat there too. <laughs> basically, he he's just on a different level of building things. And he was like, you know, your face card in the Asian community. He was like, that's what we base our stuff off of is being able to, you know, go to each other and be like, oh, this person has a legitimate organization. This person has a legitimate business. Let's help them. And he said that's why their culture thrives in the way that it does. And they don't even need credit. He said, yeah, I have good credit, but I never used it. He's like, because we have our own stuff. Right. And that was so powerful to me because we have the black community and it's like, we don't really do that at all. No, we don't. Not we don't, even we, close. We're not, we're not as together. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to, I was talking about that to my boy again. I was like, he was like, bro, if we just all came together and just did like just one thing, like it'll be crazy. And so, but yeah, man, I, I, I'm excited about, you know, the crypto space alone. You know, I believe that everybody should invest in a cryptocurrency. Um, there's different coins out there. They call them altcoins, like alternate than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the number one. I think if you're going to invest, invest in Bitcoin um, and hold it um, over a period of time. And then if you can find the ways to cash flow, then cash flow it because in a down air, in a down period, you can still make money. Um, and I think I think the crypto slash AI slash Web3 NFT, I believe that this space is our chance to even the wealth gap. But then again, it's like the habits that we have. Are we investing? You know, are we spending money? Are we investing money? You know, and if we're spending money, what money are we using to spend it? Are we using our profits or are we using our earn? You know, and so I think that once we start to understand the habits, and it starts with me and you, you know, it starts with the people that are in our circle, you know, the the, the our generation, you know, because you know, we have we still have we're not we're not setting we're not setting our one mind yet. We're still exploring, we're still learning. And if we get those habits and it's like game over. Nah, most definitely. So this is a two-part statement question. So what are what is three things that you would tell people trying to get into the crypto market that are absolutely essential steps? 
Um, and then three things that you would tell them getting into entrepreneurship. So three things in the crypto, I would say number one, it is not guaranteed. Like it is nothing is guaranteed. You know, I don't I don't care if people sign nothing is guaranteed. Right. Um, invest with money that you so it's not guaranteed, but it can work. Number two, invest with money that you're willing to part with. And um, I don't I don't say lose because I don't think anybody wants to lose money. But just know that when you invest into this space, you don't want to have to go back and get that money out because then it ruins the investment. Um, and number three, you know, find yourselves in the right environment with the right people, you know, with the right results, you know. And um, that's that's pretty that's pretty much it. And entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship, I would say, whatever you want to do, find one or two people in that area or in that field that are crushing it and do exactly what they do. Success leaves clues. You know, um, that's number one. Number two, I would say, enjoy the experience, the process. Don't really worry about too much of the results. You know, we get stuck in the results. Hey, I want to get to, you know, my 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 vision board or my goal is this, but enjoy the process like what are the steps enjoy that the journey first you know because the journey and the steps will eventually allow you to get your results and number three number three just have fun with it you know have fun with it you know don't don't take yourself too too serious you know um but just have fun with it it's all an experience and 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 and, and yeah number four document the journey mm. Document the journey. Tell them why that's important. So, so I mean, documenting the journey is important because people want to. People are not in love with the result; they're in love with the story. People are never going to buy a, a product or be a part of your business or get into your investment, you know, just solely off of what it can do. Some people may, but most people are intrigued by the story. So, if you look, if you if you if you're going through your journey, and you know, you're documenting your process. Hey, I started from here. Now I'm here and this is where I'm going to be. People are infatuated with the story and story sells. Story sells like <laughs> like like facts tell, but stories sell. And if you can create your story by documenting a journey, you can always go back and say, hey, listen, um, I got something to offer. You know, this is this is this is where I was before I got started in this space. This is where I am now. Since I've gotten started in this space, and based off of that, this is where I'm projected to go. And people love a great story, man. That's why when you see like crazy sports stories or, you know, even a World Cup, like mm. that's a crazy, like Messi hadn't won a World Cup, 35. Mm. The only thing he hasn't won is a World Cup. So for him for 15, 20 years to be playing this game of soccer, football, arguably the greatest ever. For him to be missing this one thing and for him to capture it, come on, man. That's it's like an Allen Iverson moment. Bro, that's like, bro, that's it's crazy. It's like Jordan hitting the final shot, you know, to win six rings. Mm. Like that's what it that's what it's about. So yeah, man, document your journey. Document your journey is very important. So it's even like social media, like leverage, leverage the tools that we have. Don't don't let these things use us. Let's use them. Let's leverage them to build better opportunities for ourselves. So that's all I would say, man. Okay. Secure your future. That's what it's about. Okay, and do you have any good book recommendations? Um, I have a lot of good book re recommendations, but I'm going to tell you the one book that always gets me, and I've read it multiple times. I've listened to it multiple times, just thinking Grow Rich. Mm. Um, that's just the number one book. That's the book that has created the most millionaires, you know, in the world. You know, it, it, it was a book written a long time ago, but every successful person, millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, person of impact, you know, a lot of those, a lot of those principles are in Think and Grow Rich. Um, and so, so yeah, that's a book. And I would say the second book is the Bible. Go read the Bible. Read mm. read the book of Proverbs in the Bible. Facts. It'll give you it'll give you how to live your life, money, all that stuff in the world. So Okay, yeah, okay. That's it. All right. Well, definitely appreciate you coming down to the talk show. Got a lot, a lot of information. And so if somebody wanted to get started in crypto with you or do something, you know, where can they find you and how would they do that process? Yeah, man, if you want to find me and you want to uh, be a part of our investment club or get more information about cryptocurrency um, and get more knowledge, yeah, just, just follow me on Instagram at Amari, A-M-A-R-I dot period A-B dot Brian, Amari. 
period A B period Brian. My first last name middle initial my initials in the middle. Amari.ab.bryant on Instagram. And you just follow me right there. That's it. Okay, you okay. turned up. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Amari got an attractive mindset. You already know our motto is we look good. We live good. Life is good. Talk to us. We talk back. What's the weather outside? The forecast is always sunny where I stand. Mastermind Rich, I'm out of here. Let's go.